Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is August 12th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Radio NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. Mehak. Hi. And please put your camera on um, if you're a newcomer. Go ahead, ma'am. Yeah, hi Rahul. So I have two questions. The first question mm-hmm. is, I got H4 stamping based on my husband's future dated H1B extension petition, which starts from 25th September, 2022. And his current H1B with same employer is valid till 24th September, 2022. So when I travel to USA, then can I-94 be issued using new petition that is valid from 25th September, 2022 or the current petition? So both the petitions are from same employer. Uh, sorry, when is your passport visa expiring? Uh, I mean, I my passport is not expiring. So I said like, passport uh, visa, ma'am. Uh, can you passport hear me? visa. Yeah, I can hear you. So I mean, H four stamping, which I got, that is expiring in uh, on twenty fourth September, twenty twenty two. But I got the new stamping, which is uh, like uh, according to his new petition. So that I got it for next three years. It's expiring in twenty twenty five now. You, sh- you should be getting until 2025 September. Okay. When you get okay. into, you will be allowed to stay. There are sometimes the USCIS may not be able to give you until September 2025, not C- the, the, the CBP. They may say that whichever day you enter, they may give only up to three years. That's the okay. m- maximum punishment you may get. Okay. Okay, so, but if I travel before 24th September, would still they give me uh, I-94 until 2025? You will get it until 2025. Whether it's going to be August of 2025 or September of 2025, I have a little bit doubt, but they will give it until 2025. Next question, please. Sounds good. Mamata? Hi. I have a few questions. I have a, a H4 and H4 EAD that will expire in November, November 17th. Mm-hmm. 
um mm-hmm. we applied for my husband's h1 h4 and h4 ead renewal with premium processing and we got our mm-hmm. husband's h1 uh, approval yesterday uh, my mm-hmm. question is can i tr- uh, uh, travel to india in november uh, and will mm-hmm. i be still uh, will will i be able to work legally because my h4 and h4 ead are expiring in november so you have applied for the extension right now is it right yes yes so if you have applied for the extension okay uh-huh. um if you have applied for the extension you you go to india get the stamping in november and you come back okay is that what you're trying to do yes i am to... yes yes i i have a i have my visa expires on the 17th of november and i have my stamping date also on the same date my visa date is also on the 17th but i am traveling on the 11th of november um uh, but so if you i come am back, ma'am, wait 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 sorry, if sorry. you come back ma'am if mm-hmm. you come back since you filed an ead extension before your ead expires which is november 17th of 2022 you can mm-hmm. work for up to 540 days from november 17 right okay uh, but okay. what happens to the month that i am in uh, india uh, i well, uh, am i you can you you don't work so you're good yeah what do you I'll want be, to do with that month yeah i'll be off but you know uh, if the employer would want me to be on a right status so that he can be uh, employ me right as in um uh, even if i'm on vacation Ma'am, i am legally working india, right if you, if yes. if you are india you are indian citizen okay right you can right. work in india ma'am okay you are allowed to work in india next person okay. please you don't come under us jurisdiction if you are working in india next person please vijay hi <laughs> hi rahul so uh, this is regarding the birth certificate so when i am applying for i485 um i know that i need to submit my original birth certificate so my passport birth date and the uh, original birth uh, certificate date is different so what shall i do in this case which state you are from kerala i want you to have a private consultation with me okay we'll discuss okay. about it Okay. you may have to change the passport and everything i'll tell you how to do it okay okay yeah. next okay. person please nikhil and it's better to do it right now rather than when the priority date becomes current okay nikhil yeah hi uh, i have a question about uh, parallel filing of aos petitions so back in 2020 i uh, filed an aos petition Down, under uh, downgrade application downgrade application for eb3 and uh, mm-hmm. in tw- in 2022 i've refiled with a straight eb2 application as well and uh, okay so my is your eb3 i140 is your eb3 i140 approved yes both of my i140s are approved okay go ahead with the questions uh so my company's attorneys are advising me to proactively pull out of one of those aos petitions don't, so don't don't okay so you you're don't. not advising pulling out of one so that you no, cs can no and then we who knows these people will do everything what we tell them not to do you pull one out they'll pull two out or sometimes they pull the wrong one out 
Oh. Okay. okay. So, Don't do anything. We are getting the approvals for the people who have not pulled out. Not everybody, but most of them. Next I question. I see. Venkata. Hi, hi Rahul. My name is Venkat. So my priority date is October 2014. I applied mm -hmm. uh, my uh, 485 uh, uh, in May 2022. Um, mm -hmm. So I completed fingerprinting in July. And uh, that is an EB2 you filed, is right? Yeah, EB2, EB2, yes. So I it is a concurrent filing and um, mm -hmm. uh, I-140 is approved and uh, fingerprinting completed in July uh, 13th. And mm -hmm. uh, back, uh, I got uh, my case is transferred uh, to new office of jurisdiction. I don't know mm -hmm. like uh, nice. what is what is that means. Uh, um, and that means uh, you should buy a you should buy a champagne and keep it in your refrigerator. They did a good yeah. job because when you file an I one forty and four eight five, your case has not been moved to National Benefit Center, which 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 only approves a four eight five application though. So in your case, though, the I-140 premium getting approved, biometrics getting done, your case moving to National Benefit Center is actually the very good news for you. Okay. And okay. Um, I, I already applied medicals along 485. Can, you is did a good that, job. I can, is that I can expect um, progress before September end? Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Things are going exactly what it should go through as best as it should go through. Everything is going through best. So let's okay. hope so. But there is nothing else you can do right now. You did everything oh. perfect. Yeah. I, and one thing is like uh, when I'm um, trying to find out um, in... Uh, don't, find out, and... don't find okay. out. Don't contact USCIS. Everything is going perfect for you. Okay. And keep listening to our Tuesday video. We'll tell you what to do if there is anything need to be done. Next person, please. Thank you. Indra? Indra Singh? Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, uh, I came to USA in H1B on uh, mm -hmm. May 8th. And after that, I was uh, searching a job. But the last four months, I didn't get a job. But uh, last week, uh, I got a full-time job. So when I'm trying to transfer, it is... I'm getting a problem that my current employer is not running paste up. So is it a possible that without paste up, can we able to transfer my H1B? You can transfer it, um, but is your new company going to be cooperative for it or not as a main issue? Uh, any other options? So maybe there is a new is in, if the new company does not cooperate with you, you need to blackmail your old company. Uh, even the the old company is also blackmailing me. They're saying they will reach ticket they, or something they're saying to me. They'll, they'll reach what? They'll okay. reach what? I'm sorry, what did they, they say? They say that they will uh, reach ticket me or they will cancel my visa and saying something even if, they, if even, even if they cancel it you will have 60 extra days to join a new company so there is something called a wh4 okay google it department of labor wh4 okay. you okay you fill the form out you threaten the employer you give me the money otherwise i'll send it 
So blackmail okay. word is a wrong word, but uh, yeah, you have to threaten them. Okay. And they will give you the paychecks. If they don't, then go ahead, send the WH4 form to the, to the Department of Labor. You'll get your two months salary or three months salary. Okay. Next person, please. Hey, uh, Rahul. Um, this is Satnarana. My priority days, uh, date is June 2013. Um, I've mm -hmm. downgraded in October 2020. Um, so mm -hmm. I-140 is approved in EB3 and I mm -hmm. got medical sarafi and I filed it last week. But this week I got NYID saying that I have to uh, change it to EB2, otherwise they're going to deny it. So can they deny AOS? Because I didn't it, change it. Are you, uh, uh, did you get this from El Paso district office? Yes. We are noticing that El Paso district office, we are noticing that. That's a wrong thing that they're doing. If you want, we can respond to it. We have noticed a lot of complaints from El Paso district office. These guys have no clue what they're doing because, okay. well, you know, El Paso, where they are, where are they going to get EB2, EB3? They don't understand what EB2 and EB3 is. So you're okay. not, you're no longer working with the previous company? The previous company was acquired by company B. So we filed I-140 amendment. So if I have, and so, I changed yeah, they, my there job. Are, there are, yeah. you change the job. There are ways where you can move to EB2, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, you may want to consult us and we will tell you how to act in, in that way that we are going to re respond to the El Paso thing. Okay. And okay. we are also going to, at the same time, wanting to get you, to, we will try to move you to EB2. Okay. 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 I'll schedule a meeting appointment. I mean, then. I would like to, I would like to kill three birds with one bullet. And that we can do it with this one. We have to use their thing and get the, your case approved under EB2. I don't know why the El Paso district office is doing it because I don't know. But we haven't, we, we are just preparing the responses to them right now. So maybe once we respond, they'll stop issuing those kind of notice of intent to deny. That's a very serious thing. Yes. <laughs> they, they shouldn't be doing it. They shouldn't be doing it. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Uday? It's good we have this Zoom call, guys. I mean, I got the information from some other person from the Zoom call from you. And when, when that guy told me that he had been issued a notice of intent to deny, I said, I want to look at it. And then when I looked into it, and then he said that he, he knows other people also that got from the notice of intent to uh, deny from El Paso office. Next person, please. Hey, uh, this is Utai. I've spoke to you before and uh, my priority date is EB2, December 16, 2014. So I'm just mm -hmm. preparing my documents and getting in line, trying to be uh, get, uh, try to be ready. So my question is, if my date is current in coming month or next bulletin, uh, can I ask my uh, attorney to submit uh, the application directly to NBC or does it have to be based on jurisdiction? It will only go to NBC right now. Okay. It's not, it's not where you submit it, mm -hmm. it, where ends up. The address will be different though, but it will only go to NBC unless you're filing with I-140. Okay. 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 Next, per next person, please. Raj. 
Hi, Rao. Uh, yes, sir. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, see, my one for my four eighty five got approved uh, on fifth of August, and mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow I'm getting my green card. My wife got an RFE today, dated August five, uh, for medical from El Paso. Mm -hmm. But my daughter, uh, the last update they have, I spoke to USCIS. They said is fingerprint received on August eighth, but mm -hmm. there's no update after that. Uh, just a background to that, she was 12 years old when we did the fingerprints back in 2021. She's 14 now. Uh, so, but she, she did know. the biometrics, right? She did the biometrics. They did, right? but they did only one finger because she was under 14 ah. at that point. Okay, first of all, um, not much can be done on that though. I would mm -hmm. want you to have an ombudsman of a service request. Ombudsman's office. Yes. So, Ombudsman, mm -hmm. Department of Homeland Security. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there is a case assistance thing. That's what I want you to do. Second thing is that they only issued medicals for your wife. What about your Correct. daughter? They didn't issue any medicals for my daughter, Raul. See, mine, I sent it in September 21, uh, interfiled it, but the medical got attached and mine approved. Wait, what but about the... your what about your wife and daughter? You didn't attach it? They, they, that was not attached. My wife got an RFE. I didn't get one. My no, daughter didn't no, get one. No. You said you interfiled medicals. When you interfiled In medicals, you didn't do your, you didn't do your wife we, and child. We did. We did all three rounds. But unfortunately, only mine. I think got attached. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, it didn't I work for them. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would want you. If you know. If it's not painful. Okay. I would mm -hmm. want medicals to be done for your daughter also. In uh, some I just actually shipped it for my wife and daughter together again. Just Smart. now, I Smart. That, that's that's good. That's good thing. You did good thing. Um, you did good. Now I want you to do the. I want you to do the ombudsman's office case assistance for your daughter okay. and your for your daughter, not your wife. Right. Okay. Okay. So there's nothing okay. else I can do, right, Rao? Just have nothing to else. You can do. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Appreciate Next. that. I owe you a big bottle of champagne, Rao. Thank you. Sure, sure. Next person, please. Yeah, people say uh, interfiling doesn't work, but in your in, in a lot of fifty percent of the cases it works. But I don't know why they didn't take your wife and daughter. That's surprising. Next person, please. Okay. Hi, Rahul. Thanks so much for your time. Um, I am on the H one B expiring in 2024. I have a visa stamp mm -hmm. that's also expiring in 2024. Um, I'm looking to file a B2 change of status and then I want to come back on the H1B in like month five or sort of when it comes uh, before six months. So, end, you, right? you, so you mean to say you will file a B2 application right now and then Correct. you want to go outside Wait. the country and come back on H1? No, I want to quit my current H1. Okay, and then? And and then go on the B2 change of status and then come back on the H1 in five months or six months. When so, you say come back, when you say come back, do you mean different to say employer, you will apply? New job. So you will apply from a change of status from B2 to H1B again? Um, so that was the question. W would a change of status be better or counselor processing be better? If the B2 is already approved, change of status would definitely be better. 
Okay. But I think currently they're like taking 15, 20 months, right? So it probably right. is going to remain pending. So, yeah. In that um, case, you can file for a, you can file for a H-1B approval in consular processing and you just can go to India and come back. And you don't even have to go for stamping because your stamping is there until 2024. But my main question is when you file for the B2 though, yep. it may create ripples in your system there. Why is that you want to stay in this country? Got it, got it, got it. I would avoid okay. that though. I mean, if you're getting unemployed or if you want to leave the job, you always have 60 days un- unemployment period. And within the 60 days, if you don't want to join, you can always leave the country and come back again because the B2 will be a black mark on your face. Got it. Got it. So does the 60 days also apply if I'm voluntarily resigning? You I are it was, right. It, it does. No, sir. It does. Even if okay. you resign, okay. it does. Yeah. Okay. Next okay. person. Please. All right. Thank you. If there are any newcomers, please let our team know and put your camera on guys. Hey, um, I decided Polkit, I have a question. Um, I basically have working for an employer A in India and traveled in US on H4 visa, taking a sabbatical leaves. Now I filed my H1 from here, like for with employer B and that got picked. But if how I could just work with my previous employer, employer A after October as a full-time. Well, what visa you are in right now? Okay. Are you in uh, USA? Current, yes, currently I am in US on H4 visa. So you you have a previous but, employer, you have an H1B before? No, on previous employer, I don't have any visa, but I am on sabbatical leaves. And on that leaves, I just traveled. Where is uh, this? Where is this employer? That employer is basically in India as well as in US both. So I want to join. Wait, uh, after wait, I want to wait. For wait, US. wait. Pull, pull kid. Pull kid. So yes, you yes. came recent. How how long ago you came on H four? Um, it's in November. Uh, I came, I traveled okay. on. November of which year, my dear? Uh, last year, sorry, to 2021, Rahul, sorry. So that's the first time you came into the United States on H4. That's, that's correct. Okay. And did you said that you have some other company filed a H1B and it got selected in the lottery? Yes. So here I filed my petition like from another employer and that got, got it. Wait. You can do one thing, pull kit get the H-1B approval with that company, work for one month with, for that company. Then the company that you worked in India, you said as a branch office here in USA, they can file a H-1B for you and then you can start working for them. Okay, they, you mean file, you mean transfer, right? They, they need that to is transfer, right? right? That so is I need right. to work for one month minimum like after, uh, like after October? That, that, would be, that would be in your best interest. There are ways around it you can make an appointment. It, the, remember, whenever you go through a lawyer, it doesn't mean that there's good thing is happening for you. Okay, the best thing is just work for one month and then have the other company file H1B. That would be the best thing. But if you want to go 
Without working, you need to consult a lawyer. Next person, please. Selvam. Yes, hello, able to hear me? Yes, yes, I can. Yes, so my question is for uh, H4 dependents. Actually, uh, they have a valid stamped visa uh, until December 2022. Uh, mm -hmm. It's from employer A. Uh, but mm -hmm. recently I switched a job and then mm -hmm. it got approved and for uh, June 2025 uh, for mm -hmm. both H1 and H4 actually. But mm -hmm. right now they are in India and planning to travel by September 1st. You are so, telling me that they have mm -hmm. the passport stamping until December of 2022. Now yes, you change to a different company. I right. want you to do one favor. Give that H-1B approval to your wife. Just a copy. Okay. She can definitely come into United States, even though you're not working for the same company for which the H-4 was stamped. They can definitely come. But okay. I want to do some additional things, though. I okay. want your wife to get a, a H-4 until your H-1B expires. So if they can show it to them, look, my husband is actually working with this company B. His H-1B is expiring somewhere in 2025. Can you grant me I-94 until that time? There is 95% okay. chance your wife and child are going to get an I-94 until the company B's H-1B expires. But if the unlikely scenario of the 5%, if they don't get it, once they come here, which they will be allowed until December of 2022, you can file an extension. Okay, but uh, H4 also approved until 2025. They're actually their H4 with a new employer B. But they were outside the country. Is that what you're telling? Yeah, um, when, when it is applied. Yeah, that's there, fine. But, got, got it, got it. Yeah, you, you, get them, give them your H1B, give them the H4 also. Okay, and okay. they can and show it. And, uh, yeah, they don't okay. have to go for stamp. Okay. okay, and uh, what but will once, happen if once mm. once they come in, check the I ninety four by any chance they have given for December. You better extend it. Though. Okay. Ex okay. Oh. Okay. Extending. Uh, should they have to go out or like? Uh... No, sir. You can do it mm. online or you can you can do it through a lawyer. Okay. 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 Thank you. So Next much. person, please. Okay. I have uh, some time, guys. So if you have any questions. You can put post it in the chat to everybody, okay, everyone. And I will try to answer at least 10 questions, but make sure one person, one question. Uh, thank you, Rahul. Uh, um, you know, this has been very helpful. I got my uh, green card on July 29th. I don't drink Congrats. champagne, so I sent you and Emily a big box of sweets. Hope you guys received it. Sounds thank you very much. <clears throat> My wife's uh, thing, thing is still pending. So uh, uh -oh. should we raise, it's been more than two weeks. Should we raise a service request with the ombudsman? Uh, I have an emergency travel. My grandfather is not doing very well. He's 91. <laughs> so does she, has an does she has an advanced parole? No, that EADA AP hasn't even come. So I don't know. Should we go for that? Or should we raise a service request with the ombudsman? One um, is is your wife uh, uh, on independent H one B or is she an H four? She's an H four. She's H four stamping. But now I am on green card. My my I lawyer got it. told me under any circumstances she should not leave the country. Okay, okay. unless advance parole is approved. 
Yeah, you can, if it's been two weeks though, you can raise, you can do a congressman's, congressman assistance will be much better for you. Okay. Why the other guy is ombudsman? Because that's a little bit odd case that guy has. Okay. Okay. Is In your case, it's not odd. So I would go with the congressman assistance. Okay. And that you think that has higher success rate? Like, have you seen things coming? In the circumstances, at least it gets the attention of the officer. That's all. Okay. Is that kind of Next strange? Thank Sorry. You. Yeah. No, it's, we are seeing about 5 to 10% of the cases where the family is getting separated. All right. Thank Next you person. So I appreciate it. Are Thanks for the Thanks for the sweets. My office will enjoy for sure. Hey, Rahul Bhai, um, I think I asked the same question. The only question I had, I'm one of those guys that will withdraw the EB3 I-140 with a priority date of uh, 2012 in EB2. So both my I-45s are pending. You told me just have to wait and watch. The one thing I forgot to ask you is I never sent my medicals. Is it good if I send my medicals because my case is stuck at I Nebraska will. Service Center? I will. I will send the medicals. Remember, the people right. are getting approvals without getting RFPs if you send the medicals. Not everybody, but some people. And then I need to send that to Nebraska, even though if, my case originally went you, to NBC. It's, it's stuck at Nebraska now. Yeah, it came back to NBC because of the I-140B3 pending. Yeah, yes, I would recommend I would recommend to send to, uh, not to National Benefit Center, but Nebraska. Yep, thank you, sir. Okay, I'll go to the questions, guys. Uh, Vijay Singh, my interfile case was transferred to NBC 719, sitting there since then. Should be worried that it is not transferred to field office. Uh, will EB2 visas run out before September end? Um, well, 719 is not that long of a time, Vijay. Definitely, if it goes to the field office, I'll be much happier. But there is not much you can do right now. The congressional inquiry or ombudsman office will not do any, anything good for you. Right now, I just want to sit and wait. Will they run out before September end? Uh, I don't know. I don't know uh, whether they will run out. Um, hopefully so, they will not, because otherwise they would have backtracked the priority date, which they did not. Can we upgrade and use a perm approved uh, to file I-140 was under EB-2? If so, what is the process to upgrade? Um, RD, the main thing is, is the perm approved under EB-2 or EB-3? You told me that the I-140 is in EB-3. So most probably since it was done in 2015, the perm was done in EB-3. If you want to upgrade to EB-2, the process involves to file a perm application again and file the I-140 again. Now, if I were you, RD, based on how the things are turning right now, I would want to start the process of EB-2. You have only to gain nothing to lose if you start processing it. In September, it's saying mid by mid of September, all, will, all GCs are going to be used. My case moved to new office two days ago. Do you think I'll have to real chance of getting GC? Uh, they didn't clearly indicate that all GCs will be used. So at least I, I will have to read that again, if, since you're saying it though. I didn't see that, but maybe I'm wrong. 
um, you have a chance. Definitely, you have a chance. But as soon as this meeting is over, I'll look into the visa bulletin and see where it says that, and the GCS will be over. Uh, you have a chance. I mean, you have a chance. They are really, really adjudicating the applications faster. If my EB one C I approved in first week of September, will I get a GC by end of September? Uh, very unlikely, though. That's very unlikely. That if the I one forty is approved within one month, getting a green card is very unlikely. EB three available visas for India, eighteen hundred till July. Is it correct? Mm. Is that happy? Are you speaking in general? Are you speaking? Are you speaking this year? This year, definitely that number is not correct. Uh, EB three India in general will be forty thousand, and you divide by seven percent, which is two thousand eight. So out of those 2,800, so if you're saying 1,800, yeah, you may be right for Indian nationals every year until July, 1,800 may be right because out of the 2,800, if you calculate the timing divided, right, you may be right. You may be right. And that includes the family members too. But this year, happy, we have lot, lot of extra. We have 40 plus thousand extra for the EB3 Indian nationals. So normally every year we have 2,800, but this year we have 40,000 plus 2,800. Uh, Nitin, after getting GC, what documents we need to keep safe until we get the citizenship? Nothing. Green card, of course. Passport, of course. You don't need to keep anything. I mean, I, I don't know. You don't need to keep anything. I mean, they don't ask anything. I've never seen them asking anything. I've never experienced anybody asking anything either. Um, if my EBC, EB1, okay, I already answered that question. Uh, my 485J has been approved and prior date is straight filing in January 2000. Um, field, uh, fingerprints applied, any trend you Well, since the fingerprints is applied though, um, 485J approval always indicates that, yeah, you may get a GC faster, but it's not a clear indication. Yeah, things are going very fast, though. Uh, especially if if you filed application in January of 2022 straight, you have a good chance, though. Yeah, thanks for correcting. It's not 2,800. It's 2,803. I didn't calculate it 3% correctly, Victor. Uh, case received in NBC in May, uh, no change so far on I-140 done, F uh, 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 fingerprints done, medical attached. Yeah, good chance right now, guys. But it's very hard to predict when they are going to adjudicate the applications right now. They are definitely adjudicating it very fast. Can we do one job on H-1B, another job on... GCAD. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. I don't see any problem in it. Um, when will the USAS release their performance data on Q2 and Q3? Uh, so we can predict all GCs will be used. Uh, they have released until Q2, though. The release, they released all the information. 
until June 30th, they did release it. And definitely when we look into the trend, Hari, though, uh, in our offices and other immigration offices, we can say they're going to use the entire 280,000. If not, they'll come very close. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be uh, will be tomorrow. Uh, will be on Monday. Uh, Victor, uh, you can send an email. Uh, uh, we can associate and look into how we can be helpful for each other. Um, I'll give you my email address. Sorry, guys, I couldn't answer all the people today. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.